Northeast Florida. This is the Backwater Hustle Fishing Podcast. Hey, what's going on? This is uh, the Backwater Hustle Fishing Podcast. I Whoa, what's going on? This is the back. What's up, man? Captain Ty McNeely. What's up, Ty? Hey, man. That like you got some, like you're glad to be here tonight, man. I am glad to be here. Good deal. Make sure. All right. You glad to be here? I'm always glad to be here, but Good. You know. Makes two of us then. Oh, you know how it is. So uh, what's, what's going been? on, man? What's going on? What's happening? Not a lot, buddy. What you been up to? Fishing, fishing, man, grinding, fishing, fishing. That's good. That's good. We uh, welcome everybody here tonight. This is the Backwater Hustle Fishing Podcast. Uh, we have a special guest uh, here with us tonight. Um, yes, yes, we do. I'm kind of excited about it myself. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is it? Uh, I guess we can call you Captain Tom Riley. Yeah, I've held captain license yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one half of the dynamic duo, uh, the uh, Florida Pro. Uh, First go-around champions. Yeah. Guys put a smack down to him. That's yeah, for sure. Did, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Uh, big check taker homers. Yeah. yeah. Easy now. <laughs> There's a lot of that to have to make up for them losses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey, you know what, though, buddy? You took it home, didn't you? That's right. That's all that matters, bud. So Tom's a North Florida guy and uh, been here his whole life. Tom Riley, by the way. Tom Riley. <clears throat> Captain Tom Riley. Captain Tom Riley. Go ahead, Donnie. Bring yeah, yeah. No, nah, man. Just, uh, Tom, how you doing tonight, bud? Uh, you know, hanging with my buddies. Thank you for coming on, man. We, we appreciate it. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, anytime, man. Um, I guess t- I guess we couldn't get Kellum out of the house. He's on lockdown, huh? Yeah, uh, he's, he's had some house issues. Uh, he has had any. Yeah, tell you what. He, he's taking care of business. You know, we all got to do that. That's fine. We're glad you're here, though. Uh, so let's just shoot the bull about, about the podcast tonight. We're going to talk about uh, about you and about you guys' fishing career, y'all's success, uh, just about fishing, man. So can you handle that? Uh, you know, I like to talk about fishing. I hear you. you just have, sometimes you got to tell me to shut up. <laughs> I, I, I know the feeling. So, my wife now. Yeah, that all you talk yeah, about? Is that all you talk yeah, about? Yeah, my wife's in the other room with your wife. Probably is like, God damn ass. Is that all they talk about? <laughs> exactly. God, I wish they talk about me like that. Anyways. But, uh, talking about fishing since six. <laughs> that's what I said a while ago. Y'all haven't recorded yet? And I said, no, we're just getting warmed up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so we've been, we've been chatting a good bit here this morning. Yeah, or this morning. What it's in still the like hell? This morning. Have, no, we, done, hey, have we done fireball it, shots yet? It ain't midnight yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we're just sitting here chatting. And, uh, you know, Tom, you have a pretty extensive background here in, in uh, northeast Florida as a fisherman and been all over. And you and I kind of stomped in the same uh, – Mud puddles, so to speak. Um, you know, telling stories back and forth, and uh, you got a pretty, uh, pretty decent resume in the fishing community. It sounds like. Yeah, it looks like. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom. But obviously, we we all know that you and uh, Chris took home the first place a couple weeks ago in the Florida Pro. Um, how many Florida Pros have you fished? Um, we probably only fished about three when they first came out. The very first year, we fished two of them. And, uh, you know, we did okay. I mean, uh, we didn't, like, obviously take home the check or nothing. But, um, you know, it was a up-and-coming tournament. And, you know, we had so much other stuff going on with, uh, you know, like the Extreme Series and the IFAs. And I fished uh, FLA uh, here with uh, Chris. And I fished uh, the side uh, tournaments with my with my daughter, so it, the the first couple years, most of their tournaments always fell on a tournament day that I had with my daughter. Right. 
And, you know, I mean, as much as I love to make money fishing, I'm no, going to tell you right now, I can't, I, you know, just fish I'm, with my kid is... Uh, I'm with you, Bubba. You know, it... it, it and you're lucky because your little girls like to go fishing with you. Oh, yeah. You know, man, I'm fortunate as all get out. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm thankful every time. You, know, you may always make money later, you know? Right. So, well, uh, you know, I'll make that on the side. So does your... <laughs> you know, that's right. <laughs> so does your daughter out fishing? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, she's getting there. Um, Making fish now, buddy. Yeah. I'm gonna tell Coming you right now, my uh, my daughter, she's strong. Um, she caught her first fish when she was like three. Wow. And uh, I don't know if y'all saw it on Facebook today. I shared a picture of yeah, it when she it, was yeah. holding it. She was like, that was actually about three years. She was probably excuse me, three years ago or three years. Yeah, ago. she was. Uh, like you know seven or eight and she, right. you know called 30 inch redfish but uh yeah we um she's live, taking, live bait or artificial uh artificial um actually uh, she had two two actually the two fish i've already figured out time what happens is when she gets a little older i'm gonna have her be my fishing partner <laughs> right. take all time spots and we get she and i gonna dominate well i'm gonna tell you right now my daughter she's pretty good you know just fishing fla uh, the top three teams that finish in the tournament have to get up and talk about their day in front right. of the, the you know the club or whatnot. Yeah, give a little background on what's going right, on. Like right, like how your day went, sure. what you went for, and you know you get a kid up there, uh, you know all the adults out there are like, oh, so where'd you fish, you know, or uh, stuff like that, and uh, I forget it. Uh, I was at that tournament. I was with y'all. You Wade, know, Wade Hastings. Wade did and, ask her. Uh, asked my daughter, "What'd you catch your fish on?" And, uh, she's like, "A boat." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, good for her. So, you know good what? For I was her. like, yep, yeah, that's it. I, no, you know. no, what happens is they, at the FLA has two divisions. They got the artificial division. They have the sure. open, and Tom fishes with his daughters in the open division. Just right. clarify this. And um, which which one was it? Was it uh, yeah, the open, you can use bait. bait. Um, which, which daughter was it? Uh, Chasey. Chasey. Yeah, Chasey. Chasey. Him and Chasey won one of them. And uh, she was up there during the tournament. I mean, during that, you know, like the, our monthly meeting. And uh, Wade did ask her. And uh, it was funny though. She's a like, boat. from a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's uh, like, yeah, that's hey, Tom's daughter. <laughs> there's truth, truth in advertising. That's right. right. Hey. So is she a spin? Does she spin real or is she bait? Yeah, caster? she's a. Uh, you know, I've never really uh, tried her on the on the bait caster yet, but uh, she can throw a spinning rod. Pr- I mean, pretty damn good. And uh, the last year uh, we fished last season. This year she's fishing with me in the lure division. So she's this is her first year throwing totally. Uh, artificial, which you know, she, I, you know, I threw artificial. Even though when we were fishing the bait tournaments, I would still throw artificial, you know, because when I sight fish, you know, I I really don't like to throw live bait, just for the fact that you know I can't throw a weedless hook. You can't throw it. it where you want to either. That's not well, you, you know, you can't like you know you see a fish cruising down the bank. You know, I don't like to throw it in the water. I like to throw it in the grass, pull it out, drop it where I want it, because mm-hmm. you know it's it's. I mean, you got to make like the perfect cast to throw it right up on the grass, you know, water line. And then even if you do, when it drops, the natural occurrence is to come back towards you. Mm-hmm. You know, so even though you throw right on the water line, it you know, it drops. It's not going to drop right there. Right. So she's gotten real good about, uh, you know, being able to, you know, I've gotten her on the ladder this year. You know, so she can spot fish. The ladder. Don't forget. Yeah. That. By the way, we're going to talk about the ladder hey, a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk now. about yeah. ladder. Did I say hey. ladder? I didn't mean ladder. I meant uh, on the front of the boat. Oh, you meant <laughs> the ladder. Anyway, but uh, yeah, she gets on the ladder and she's able to start now where she's been able to pick out fish and. Good for her. Well, now I saw I saw it a while back uh, where you had taken her. Uh, I think both of them actually, 
out to that area, the uh, island mm-hmm. where you, y'all were fishing at in the grass yep. on the flood tide. The flood tide. And yep. y'all, uh, y'all worked them over then, didn't y'all? Yeah, you know, that's you the... Blistered them. You know, I took them out um, when they were younger and walked flats. And, you know, they really didn't have the quite, quite the concept of it. And, of course, you know, they're only three foot tall and it's two foot of water. So they're, like, walking chest deep. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Well, now they're, like, four foot tall, five, almost five foot tall. So they can handle it. But we went out this past uh, this past fall and uh, one of them good, you know, well, the hurricane came through and it stayed, the flat stayed flooded mm-hmm. for, like, a, two months. Right. You know, it was, like, right. literally every high tide it was up to the streets. And uh, I took them back in and, you know, it was... To, to, to see them walk out and like pitch to a tail and fish three foot from them, you know, and have it run between their legs and wrapped all around them, and you know, just just stuff you just can't you can't pay for that, right. you can't yeah. buy it. I mean, you know, I grew up with a dad that took me fishing from the time I could remember fishing, remember as far back as I can remember. And you know what? I wasn't out running the streets doing stupid stuff. I was, you know, I was fishing. You know, when when it come time for, like, me and my teenage buddies, it didn't, I wouldn't care if it was a pond in the neighborhood, if we went to a creek bank, if we went to a dock. I mean, when I was 13, 14 years old, me and my buddy Chris, my partner now, we had an older guy that had a car, and we would literally, we'd go get live shrimp, and we would drive from bridge to bridge, from start at Browns Creek, hit Clapboard Creek, Sisters Creek, Fort George, Nassau, all the way to Fernandina, float rigging. I mean, we'd just go carry our bucket, walk out on the bridge, float rig, and then you know, eventually we'd find them. We just, I mean, that's what I did. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, rowboats and, you know, and I just want my kids to just experience that. Because, you know, kids these days, they don't, oh, yeah. uh, you know, they don't get to experience all that. It's right. all video games and, and cell phones, computers and yep. selfies and all the other stupid crap that, you know, we were kids, we didn't have phones. No, you didn't get none right. of that. You know, you had to take yep. your ass outside yep. until you were told to come inside. Right. Or you know, until the streetlights came on, at least. Right, that's right. Yeah. You know? yeah. I yeah. mean, you exactly know, right. growing up as an outdoors type. Well, it's a pure. It's pure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's my biggest I mean, thing is pure. You know, and, you know, as kids, they just don't. <clears throat> You know, nowadays, you know, which love is I refuse to not let my kids not understand what outdoors is about, right. what boating is about, conservation. There you go. The, you know, you don't litter. You don't, you know, you respect other people. You, you know, just all the things. You see somebody struggling on the water, having problems, you stop and you help them. Right. I don't care right. what you got going on. You know, and there's been many times me and my daughter have been fishing that we've stopped what we were doing in the middle of a tournament to go help somebody and tow them to the dock. Right. right. This is what you do. There's a lot of buttholes in this world that would just, oh, I'm in a tournament, I ain't got time. You know what? There's always time. Right. Because, you know, you pay it forward. Karma's a bitch. Karma, yep. And you know what? I like, I, right. I don't really want to hang out with bitches, so I right. want karma to be my <laughs> yep, friend. That's right. I'm with so, you. So, you know what I'm saying? But, yep. you know, and it's just life lessons that, you know, and and I've done this so long that fishing with my kid. Well, I'm yeah. You know, I don't know if y'all have ever fished with y'all's kids or anybody that has, but you just understand that it grounds you to like you know they just are excited about the simplest right. 
things. The things we forgot about. Right, you know, yeah. just to catch a cast net mullet, you know, or run around getting fiddler crabs off the bank so you can go yeah. sheephead fishing. You know, all the stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, I got a cast net mullet. They appreciate and They're it. like, oh, hell yeah. So, you know, that just, to me, that's what has, uh, it kind of refreshed me fishing with my, my daughter because it's, uh, you know, I chartered for a long time. You know, I love taking kids fishing. Mm-hmm. What I don't like taking fishing are kids' parents. Right. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> they fish twice, and they want to try to tell you what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you tell a kid, okay, don't cast over there because there's oysters you'll break off. They understand. Parent yep. will cast over there every time. Just keeps going. And yeah. make you tie on, like, every jig head you have and in Tom, the and, and right. isn't it amazing that when the kids listen, just as a prime example, I had a kid today and had a kid, two kids on Saturday. And just like you're saying, it's amazing how – you can just tell that the parents aren't fish or out, aren't fishermen or outdoorsmen or whatever, but the kids will listen because they're engaged and they'll do what you t- what you tell them to do, and they'll try and you know what they'll they'll wear the, the ass off of their parents every single trip. Like today, uh, they were pretty good, but the two on Saturday, I mean, the, the kids were great. In other words, but you know what? Like, it's funny what you're saying is exactly true. My daughter's not so much the uh, she's a girly girly, but I took her out last summer with a friend of hers, little girl. And my daughter didn't want nothing to do with it. Well, I said, I can remember Mackenzie, which is her friend's name also, put her on redfish, redfish. Well, all of a sudden, the competitive juices started mm-hmm. throwing. My daughter was like, Daddy, where's my real at? You right, know? Hey, and you next know, thing you know, they were wearing it. This don't suck so yeah. bad. Right. Somebody else wearing, is enjoying my dad having a good point. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, man. <laughs> but it's a pure, like you said, those kids yeah. and me on Saturday, they caught a stingray. After catching nine redfish and trout, they called a stingray, and they thought that was the coolest, most awesome and, thing and, you know, in the face I, of the planet. I did offshore charters for a long time, and uh, you know what? What made me realize the the simplicity of what people can really have fun at is we would stop at a bait spot to sabiki rig up live bait to go to work, you know, to catch the good fish. What we thought were like, oh, this is just bait catching, trash fish, yeah. But I mean, we'd get people from up north or you know, middle of the country. Hell, some of them even from right here. From right here. And they're like, what do you mean we got to leave? You know, they're catching four and five fish at a time (laughs) on that rally rig. You know, even though they're bait, they're just like, this is awesome. You know, they're taking pictures and they're having a great time. And we're like, dude, you're just catching bait. You know, wait till we get to where we're going. Well, you know what that tells you? That is exciting. Wait till you see the shit that's going to make you throw up. (laughs) Well, you know what you're saying is right. Because, see, we, I think we get kind of, all of us being captains, we get kind of, I don't, I don't, I don't use the word numb. Oh, you but, get but we do to get numb it. to it. You know, and you do. And, you know, that's why and, I quit doing it, just because. And you just, do get numb to it. And, know. I mean, just to see, like, them, you know, I've had four people now in the last two trips that caught their very first redfish. Didn't know it until after the fact, until they said, oh, yes, my first redfish. And I'm like, I think that's awesome because, right. you know, it is. Like, you and you charter, you charter. Ten years down the road from now, they'll They're be at a family be fun. talking about it. And guess what? I was with Captain Riley or Captain, you know, me neither, Captain Taylor. And I caught my first redfish. You're, you're basically, you know, galvanized in there. Because, you know, it, it's their first redfish, you know. Fish, I, you know? St- I still have people call me from when I used to charter and like, hey, man, you still chartered? I'm back in town. We're coming down for, Cinema, you know, <laughs> this is the day, you know. I'm like, man, you know, I'll take you fishing, but, you know, I'm not going to charge you, you know, right, whatever. Right, right. But, uh, you know, it's it when you make a lasting impression on somebody, especially somebody that's not from our area, mm-hmm. that finally gets to experience like i mean you know the first time you put somebody on an amberjack you know we i hate oh, them. yeah I do reef too. donkeys yeah. are the worst thing I, you yeah. get to but you know what if you want to uh 
really occupy some charters and make them have some memorable talk about stuff. Yeah. Hook them up to about two or three of them raving donkeys and they'll go yeah. throw up and we're good the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah, well, I think that's what it goes back to. Like I was going to say is that, you know, we get numb to it and I think that, you know, as me and Ty talk about all the time, as captains, we're basically entertainers. And you're out there for the people out there for the experience and then for them to have a good time. The fish are like a byproduct, honestly, a bycatch, no pun intended. As a bonus. As a bonus, yeah. And like this guy said today, we know, Grant, we had a good day today. But the point is, you know, most people want to get out there and just have a nice time, spend time with their family, enjoy the weather. Like them, they, they, were, they, were, they just moved here from Virginia. and uh, Where it's snowing. Where it's snowing, yeah. yeah. And he's I was like, just there last week. It was snowing. And he's yeah. like, man, this world is beautiful. Yeah, I'm like, pass. Blow a little, blow a little pass. Yeah, yeah, not jealous of you. Pass. Yeah. Well, you know, time on the boat with my kids. You know, I got two boys, and, and what you're saying is absolutely golden. And it's time that even if you don't speak to each other, it's time on the boat. And you can. You know, some people say, well, I'm at home, and they're in the room, and I'm over here. We're still 20 feet apart. It's different it's when you're different. on the boat. Yeah, when you're 12 feet apart. It's different. And yeah. There's no walls. There's no doors. There's yeah. no there's a common... TV. There's no phone. There's no nothing. It's just you and them. Like you say, you might not say nothing for an hour, but you know when it when the conversation is engaged, it's it's yeah. priceless. Oh yeah, it, it, because they'll mm-hmm. talk to you differently when you're yeah, alone absolutely. in a situation like that than if you're at the house. That's yep. right. That's right. But you know, I think you know, I, I, I admire you for saying that because I don't think that gets said enough, and we talk about it on here. And I even talk about it on the radio show is that, you know, people, they need to take their kids fishing more. And I think what is parents is our fault because we have allowed, and we're probably all guilty of it to some certain extent, we've allowed cell phones, Netflix, television, Xboxes to be babysitters for us. You know, where we were kids, my parents were like, you know, you're not outside, you're going to be in the house doing chores, so you make the decision, you know. Right, so, absolutely. Well, we just got it's, our it's girls. A, pure, you know. And so, we just got our girls' phones this year. It's the first time they've had them, and it was for that reason alone. was because, you know what, I'm not going to have ghost white children right. sitting in a room yeah. with the glow of a phone in their face. You know, I don't mind them being on their computers and their phones or whatever. There's yeah. times for that. But you know what, it's sun shining outside. Right. Take your ass outside. Yep. You're not going to be no soft-ass you know, kid that's growing up with the land of computers and, you know. In fact, speaking of daughters, we, we just, we're actually very lucky tonight. Um, like I said, folks, we have, we we have Tom parents. Riley on here with us. Uh, he's one half of the duo of uh, Kel and Riley, um, former, you know, winners of the uh, the Florida Prayer recently. But tonight we were blessed with having his other fishing partner, by the way, a lot better looking than his other. Absolutely. I mean, by, by I, I would trade him oh, in the heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah trade him in. Miss Miss Chasey Riley, uh, she is how old are you, Miss Chasey? Eleven. Eleven years old. Uh, where and where do you go to school at? I go to school at Oshaway Middle. Okay. Oh, good for now, you. now tell us, um, how long have you been fishing with your daddy? Since I was three. Wow. Three years old. And how three old are you today? Eleven. Oh, wow. now, you know what? Oh, lady, yeah, you know, a lady just, doesn't never tell her age. Well, Come you on. just asked her, and then I did it again. But that's okay. <laughs> I obviously wasn't listening. Yeah, I wasn't new. So, so, so Miss Chase, go ahead, go ahead. Ty. We got a couple notes here from uh, from uh, Miss Chasey. Can I read these out loud? Okay. So we asked her a few interview questions, try to get her comfortable here. So, what is your favorite fish to catch? I said redfish because I caught them. A lot, and I—they're exciting to catch, and they're actually pretty easy. What? What's oh. the biggest redfish you ever caught? Do you know? 
Um, it's, it's big. Well, no, we uh, one of the FLA tournaments that opens, we fished together. We had, I mean, we had fat weight in the boat. It was two redfish tournament, and uh, we actually won it. But uh, mm-hmm. so I took her out in the river <laughs> to one of them deep water spots with mm-hmm. a half dozen crabs. And, <laughs> Yeah, about four or five of them, 36, 37 oh, yeah. inches later, she was like, yeah, can we go uh, swim in the sandbar? <laughs> so, so Miss Chasey, so let me ask you this question. So you tournament fish for your daddy then, right? Yes. Okay, speaking of talking in there, it won't bite you. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, I know, you, I know you guys did win one of them in the FLA. Uh, now, do you throw lures with your daddy? Uh, throw artificial bait, in other this words? Year, this year, she's okay. uh, yes. been the FLA, so, so the lure part division. So now, now, did your dad teach you to cast, or did something you just picked up on your own by hanging out with him, or is it something that you just kind of just acquired by being a by being a rally, or what? Well, he caught he taught me, mm-hmm. but one time I was whenever I was in elementary school, I had I went to summer camp, and we always like some days we went fishing in their pond, and there was this guy here. And he brought like the so fishing and all that, and he also ca- um, taught me how to cast a a different rod. I don't know what was it's it, was called. It, was it a spinner reel? But a big, it's like, the bait one cast. where it's like you turn. It's right facing. It's the bait cast. Bait bait cast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I've always taught her to throw a spinner just because it's so much easier. Well, for plus, what the wind here? So, well, I still back last bait caster, and I've been using it for forty eight <laughs> so, years. So, Chasey, <laughs> so so you like obviously to catch redfish. Uh, have you ever? I guess you've caught trout. I guess. Yes. And flounder? Yes. So you've caught all kinds of fish. And sheephead, huh? too. And, and sheephead, huh? And triple tail. Really? Oh, that's right. I, sh- I saw those pictures down there with Mr. JD, yeah. And she's a hammerhead a shark. And what? And a hammerhead shark. Really? Wow. So she's yeah. just a well, compass well, angler right she here. Caught, okay, uh, Tom, thank you, Tom. You can go sit outside yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the first trip, she caught a, uh, the first, she was probably about four, and she caught a hammerhead shark and a big old ladyfish and a trout. And, wow. a trout. and ever since then, she's been hooked. No, well, good. You know, I think it's really so. So, tell me this question: Do you like fishing because you have to go with your dad, or do you like fishing uh, because it's pure? I mean, just for the sport of it, or is it something that you have to do because you have to do? Or you know, well, what's your thoughts on fishing? I like to go fishing because it's fun, and I like to catch the fish because they're pretty easy to catch most of the time. Whenever it's like at the right time in the right place, and like. I have a pond, so I just go fishing in my pond all the time, too. So I like it because I like it. So, it's not because of my dad. No, we okay, we okay. all know what you're no, saying. Yeah, we all feel you. the same way. Yeah. If well, we, you know, and, and since yeah. they were little babies, that's where I taught her to first cast the rod was we have a big three-acre pond on our property. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, we got brim that are bigger than them <laughs> when they were little and catfish twice big, as long. Yeah. Really big ones? And, uh but uh, that's where she first got the the the, itch. the first itch and and there's bass too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. there's a big bass and, in there. Oh yeah, and uh, but she uh, you know, when I first took her saltwater fishing for the first time, and I mean, I'm no y'all nothing like it. Seen it? me share a couple pictures here recently when mm-hmm. they were babies holding them big fish. Yeah, and, you know, her sister, she was into it for about two years. And then she held up a big red fish she caught, and it crapped all over. <laughs> and, uh, and that She's was like, it. Really? Nope, that was I'm it. I'm not fishing no more. She That's said, part you, know what? you know what? You know, she was holding this big old 30-inch red fish up. And, I mean, when I say it crapped all down her, it crapped all down her. She was in her bathing suit. And, uh, 
I mean, it literally, I mean, I got a picture of it. Let's and don't talk about her on her life. Well, the expression on her face is you can see that that was the turning point in life where she's, she's like, like F this. Right. Well, that was, well, hey, you know what? Hey, we, we caught, I was in a, we decided to shoot a video, you know, so last year we're in a creek and we caught two studs and like we always hold them up like this, you know? So I'm thinking like I'm really big and cool, you know? Well, I'm holding them up like this and all of a sudden I feel, you know, like that and the guy I'm with, he goes, dude, that fish just all over you. I was like, no, he didn't. This is all on video I got on video. I showed it to you. I said, are you serious? And he goes, yeah. Uh-huh. So I look, and it's all hanging down my hat, and it's dripping. And I just at the camera, I look at the camera and go, well, you know what? I've been shot my whole life, so this is no big deal, you know. But the reason why I ask you about Miss Chasey, about you fishing, you know, I grew up, my parents, my dad hunts. And so I've always, when I was a little kid, I had to hunt all the time. Didn't have a choice, hunt, hunt, hunt. And now... I wouldn't go hunting if, and no desire, in other words, you know. And so I just didn't know if you, like, really enjoyed it. You know, I'm glad you enjoy it because, obviously, you're our future, and I think it's awesome that you like to fish, and uh, I think it's even more, more awesome that your dad takes the time and uh, takes you fishing with him and your sister fishing with him. Well, and, uh, you know, and A lot I of was, parents don't do enough that. I was that. always one earlier. of them guys that, you know what, I wasn't going to force my kid to do nothing they want, right. you know. Mm-hmm. She she willingly wants to fish, you know, her sister, which I she at first she wa- was all about it. And, uh, you know, now she's not so much. She could care less, give, you know, two lefts about what I do, what if we fish. She's, like, to the point where, you know, if we had a tournament and it was 30 degrees that morning, I'm like, you know, I'll come back and get you at the ramp at, like, 9. She's like, uh-uh, you ain't leaving without me. <laughs> That's, That's right. That's cool. You know, she, goes, there, boy. she would actually sleep with me in my bed so that I wouldn't get up without right. her. Right, that's the way to do it. That's you got dedication. some more questions over there, Ty? For yeah, hey, if uh, you put me on one of them ten thousand dollar fish, I might sleep in your bed so you don't leave without me. <laughs> I hear you. I know that's right. <laughs> I hear you. All right, so one more question for you, okay? Um, do you fish better than your daddy? No, I don't. But one day I hope I fish as good as him. Good answer. Yeah, wow, good, good answer. answer. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Well, hey, that's my rock right there. I hear you, brother. Well, Thank you, young lady. She's my ride or die. Miss Chase, Miss Chase, I'm gonna ask you one more question. Also, uh, I'm asking some questions. Hold on a second. So, what's your favorite thing to throw? Like plastic, or do you do you just hear if they're hard baits or just plastic mainly? In other words, like like paddle tails and whatnot. You you throw yeah, like plastic she baits. Plastics, yeah. plastics. Okay. Yeah. But I mostly like live bait. Live bait. Do you have a favorite color you use? This isn't a secret here. So you, you don't have a fair color. No. You like that green like... one. Green one, okay. I do like the green ones. I'll give you that one. So let me ask you this. Have chartreuse. Have you She's a chartreuse girl. Okay, yeah, that, that's good color. Have you actually, actually caught him up in the grass like your daddy does? Um, like when you get out and walk in the flat and everything, you can see yes, him? Yes, I have. That's really well, cool. Yeah, one time. And you can see him in the... or something like that. <laughs> well, I saw some pictures of you and your sister, wasn't it, uh, mm-hmm. up, in, up north uh, a little well, bit? Yeah, the one I remember that her sister, one of the tournaments her, her and her, her sister fished with us. That was the first time ever we started sight fishing. And she caught a big flounder, but like she took a nap and then she woke up <laughs> and she woke up and it was dead. Oh, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it but happens. then my dad caught another one, this right. size. So, well, well, you know and we what? went first place. Well, hey, well, we appreciate you coming on here. Thank you very much, dear. Yeah, thank you, you very, rock, very much. You rock. You, you rock, rock. You did girl. great. Hey, 
keep catching them deer. Kids are a very uh, vital part of, of what we do. And without the kids, there's no future to the fishing industry for sure. I mean, you know, and, and what a better way to spend time with your loved ones, you know, and your kids get them on the boat. So oh, if absolutely. you're out there, what's well, quality time with your family, man. That's what's so cool about it. If you're out there and you're listening and you have children, get them up off the, the floor, get them out of the Xbox, get them outside, get them fishing. You know, and you know what's a, funny? I know we're going to finish this segment here about kids, but you know, think about it. Like you said about having your girls out on the flats, walking to the flats, and like me, I take my daughter out, and, and people will look at us and go, "Why? Well, I can't believe you'd have your kid out there and that stuff, or you know, your kid's going to get this." Or I mean, that just shows you what what a world we live in, you know. Last time I checked, we're us growing up. I mean, I drank out of a water hose, and you know, the best. I still drink out of water hose. The best phrase I've yeah. heard about that is. It's the pussification of America. You know what? We are raising a bunch of soft-ass kids yep. that just, you know, like I said, they're pale. They don't go out in the sun. Right. You know what? My kids aren't going to be that. Right. I know your Mine kids aren't, aren't going to be no, like that. You know either. what? And we need more people to, you know what, shut the Wi-Fi down and send your kids outside. Right. I thought he was well, gonna make them go do we some were, stuff. <clears throat> thought we were to f them Friday already. I know I had to get so, I had to get a big well, button out. I agree with you. And we were discussing this before the show. Here was you know we swam in the ditches and played in the oysters and got cut in river water and That's creek the shit water. You did never yeah. got flesh eating bacteria. I mean, never got you know what? sick. Yeah, my kids never got never got turned over to DCF. Or my kids all, yeah, have for, been poked by fish. They've been shit on on by fish. They've been. <laughs> You know, had guts on them. You know what? It is what it is. You know, I mean, and you know you, what? You still have if, two beautiful girls that right. are smart and that, that they do well in school, and, and they're good and people. On top is, of that, you know, most people I tell them, oh yeah, I take my kids fishing and they cut bait and they do this, and you know they have no problem cleaning fish. They're like, oh, you must enjoy raising boys. I'm like, oh, I got two girls. See, I think that's awesome, dude. You know, my girls, two are, those my girls are ruthless when it comes. Well, to see, that I've always stuff. I've always been a single dad raising. <laughs> you know, think about it, I've been a single dad raising a daughter, and so. I mean, y'all saw me, boy. I took a respect, bunch of bunch. Respect, bro. Of, hey, I took a bunch of grief at Christmas time when me and Mackenzie were uh, shopping at one of these stores in the town center for Fran. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was y'all. Yeah, were, I thought it wasn't for you. It was that no, was for Fran? Oh, my yeah, bad. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> just shopping for you at Victoria's Secret. Easy, yeah, down, fellas. Yeah, but you can't leave all the grief I, know, I took. I you know you like them thongs. You know, <laughs> thong, the thong, hey, they're, they're Sims thongs. Okay, give me a break. That's right. Yeah. Sims thongs. Hey, hey, they got redfish powder. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's got the big dot in front of him, y'all. <laughs> yeah. It's a redfish pattern. I but get no, away but you know, but you know the, what? But the, the point big, is, the big dot's relevant. But, yeah, but, right. but you know what? The point is, though, that my daughter, my daughter feels comfortable enough with me. For, you know, that's what I love about our relationship. That we can go in there and buy stuff for her, or her. You know, now I did freak me out when she goes. Do you like these? I'm like, no, no, I ain't talking yeah. about you, nah, nah. Don't go there, honey. <laughs> no, I, ain't I don't like none like, of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need yeah. to put I that back, yeah. Unless it's made out of sheet metal with a combination lock on it, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah unless me. it's got, where you got, can't hit hit it with a power screw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, man. So let's let's talk about. Uh, I know. Let's Tom, talk about. I know you and Chris have had a. Uh, well, you by yourself and also Chris have had a very successful. Uh, I would call it successful fishing career, uh, both in the FLA, FL. What was it? Uh, was it the FS, SKS or something before? Well, SKA. Well, we fished the uh, – well, before me and Chris started fishing, I fished the uh, FLW back when they had the uh, they had a, the freshwater tour and then they had a saltwater. It was FLW Redfish. And uh, the very first uh, serious tournament series we fished was in 07, was the Oh Boy Alberta Redfish Cup. Okay, yeah. And that's the one that um, – they traveled all around, and it was, I mean, it was major. I mean, 
It was a thousand dollar entry fee, Ooh. and this was in 07, which you know the next closest yeah. tournament was like 150. Yeah. So you know, a thousand dollar entry fee was like enormous back then. Well, you know what, Ty? While we have him on here, since he's obviously I know Tom's grew up fishing, commercial fisherman, been around his whole life. Right. We just kind of pattern right here real quick, but uh, how have you seen and, and hold Tom fishing change and the fishing industry change as well as like tournaments? And like whole, that whole entire uh, process of fishing, how have you seen it either evolve or you know, devolve or regress or whatever? How have you seen the, the, the pattern of it go uh, since you first started? Uh, not, maybe not the first since you first started because you were a little kid. Let's say about 15 years ago well, until forward now. Well, when you started recognizing it. Because yeah. at well, some point in your life, you started recognizing, man, this is different. It's changed. Regulation's taking hold. Yeah. Well, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, there was a 12-inch minimum on trout. No maximum, twelve inch minimum on reds, no no, no limit. So we would go out and catch, you know, a cooler full. Yeah, fish yeah. like it was stupid. I remember mean, back the, in the day. I mean, you met, you brought that up just in. I'll let you keep going. Sorry, I just no, I got, I got my good, my man. ADD kicks in. So yeah, hey man, but no, well, that uh, makes like, three of us. But like what you said about <laughs> the redfish. Remember back in the day, y'all, when I know I'd get fishing with my dad, and. Uh, my dad liked to catch black drum for some reason, but remember how my redfish? Remember too. how redfish back in the day were considered like trash fish? Remember? Yeah, they yeah, were trash my, fish. My grandfather didn't even fish for them. Whenever we'd yeah, be out fishing fish. and reds start biting, he'd get pissed. He'd say, "Let's go, we we pack, move, yeah. pack it up, we're yeah, moving." Yeah, they're trash yeah. fish. I mean, I, and now you know, they're, now they're the glorified game fish here, and and you know that's and and to me that is uh, tourism dollars. Well, you know, you you ask how the progression or degression mm-hmm. of the tournament fishing goes. You know, back when I first started, uh, it was 2005 was my first IFA I ever fished. And, you know, I had fished a couple of local tournaments and, you know, thought I knew my business, you know, because I grew up fishing. You know, I was, you know, 25 years old. I was 25 years old. You know, I've been fishing since I was three, basically, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there used to be, you know, the only people that really red fished were tournament red fishermen. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, those were the guys that could afford it to well, really go out and do right, it. Right, you then. know, because yeah. back in the day, you know, people didn't really target them. Right. You know, people targeted trout. They like flounder. They like, uh, you know, they would fish for the tarpon. You know, snook. King uh, kingfish tournaments were the biggest thing back in 05, 06, yeah. 07, the, the late nineties. You know, everybody was, you know, the Jacksonville kingfish tournament sold out. A thousand, a thousand boats, boats every year by May. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By May, it was sold out. Wow. So, you know. Well, you'd have a waiting list. You'd have people begging. uh, If somebody drops out, let me know. We always always signed up at the Florida Sportsman Show because that's when you got the early entry fee discount. Because you knew within a month, by by June, it was going to be sold out. You know, now they're lucky if they get 300. You know. But why do you think that that is and how has it changed? Well, you know. Well, you know the economy for one absolutely politics and, of the tournament well and, and, well, ga- and, and gas you know got up to 350 a gallon four bucks almost a gallon, four yeah. bucks a gallon you know that's why i sold my offshore boat i had two mm-hmm. of them you know i had you know one that we used for king fishing and i had one that we used for going out and bottom fishing and, and making money basically right you know we we keep our limits and you know with the back then you could just use the rs and you could sell all your fish you know, as long as you were in the recreational limit, you'd, you'd had to have a reef permit. 
yeah, to the, keep above your recreational limit. Tom, real quick, for RS, I don't know that that license applies across every state. So if you can just tell everybody what that is and how it applies here in Florida. Um, in Florida, you got a, you can get a SPL license, which is a salt water products license. Um, anybody can apply for it. It's 50 bucks. You go down for the application on uh, fwc.com or whatever. Is that I think your it, commercial think, license, basically? Yeah, I think okay. it's a goflorida.com uh, go or something like that. But uh, but then you, if you apply for the restricted species endorsement, which uh, allows you to keep uh, other stuff other than like your SPL, you can keep many croakers you want. You can go sell them. Spots, right. you can go sell them. Yellow trout, you can catch them and sell mm-hmm. them. But so like, mo- most of your commercial guys, or all of them, have an RS. Yeah, because you know the majority of the fish, like sheephead, flounder, uh, they co- require RS. Right. You know, whiting. You can, with your fifty dollars SPL, you can go out and catch as many as whiting as you can take, and go sell them to any market right. legally. I mean, you can go catch five hundred pounds of them or whatever. You go sell them, but with the R- certain species, you have to. They've they've. Uh, deemed them restricted species and this was uh you know back in the day it was another way for them to get another 50 100 bucks from you you know 50 dollars for spl another 100 for the restricted species but back in the day anybody could get them but you had to prove you now you have to prove you make a certain amount of money a year off of fishing selling seafood to be able to get the restricted species endorsement Mm -hmm. and they've made it really hard so that only the true like guys that make their living off of selling fish. It's called regulations. What it oh, is. absolutely. Yeah, that's what, that's it's regulated. Sucks. I mean, they regulated. Uh, there was probably 2,000 commercial fishermen in Jacksonville in 91, 92. Uh, the net ban took effect in 94, right then, right around that area. And now there's probably 50. Right. Well, I was going to ask you this question. In sense, I mean, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus here or your whatever, but... Uh, far as the net band goes since you brought it up were you for it you against it you think it was good for the uh, no i you know believe it or not i mean i know you know and, and it sounds stupid to even think this way but unless you've done it you don't know i mean you know the common person they think you they think you put a net out and you just just thousands and thousands copious of amounts of fish yeah. every time well you know they don't understand there's been times where we've went a month of fishing with nets and make like eight bucks a day, ten bucks a day, not even cover gas. Right. You know, can't even cover the six gallons of gas you spent. Wow. You know, one time you put the net out and you do good, you know, you catch three, four, five hundred pounds, say, of fish or one time. You know, you know Well it, your critics are gonna say it was because you oh net, net fishing. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know Oh my god, look you That's caught a thousand say. pounds of fish. Yeah, well you didn't see me the last three months when I struggled and right. pay my but, bills. And, 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 but their argument's gonna be yeah. well that's because you're net fishing, well, that's why there's no fish. Well, in, in today's you know, world in today's world, the commercial fisherman takes a bad rap. And I don't oh, mean absolutely. I don't mean the charter boat guy because that's not what we're talking about here. The the you know, the red I mean, snapper guys you, down south, yeah, they take a bad rap. But if you think about it, you know, you make your living off of fishing. Right. You get paid to catch fish right basically so you're kind of like a commercial fisherman but you're you know but you're not using nets and stuff but i mean my thing is here's what we got back to the decline or the progression degression Mm -hmm. of of fishing in the last 20 years well you know 10 years ago 15 years ago there was you know x amount of people that backwater fished right now there's a hundred times more right you know, here's Absolutely. my my old saying is everybody's got a flat spoke. Well, yeah. you know, yeah, when you yeah, first started seeing flat spoke yeah. come out, 
there was like, what the hell is that? You right. know, the guy's going, what is that Look thing that on thing. over the? What is that thing yeah. over the motor? Is that a kite with a motor? I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, that's right. Yeah, no. Well, you know what I what I say. Well, no, Tom, but you're right. No, you're right. You're right on with but by the flats boat because I've heard that argument. And you're right because those fish that used to be safe because guys couldn't get in ten inches or less of water or eight inches or less, you know, those fish could retreat back in that in that those depths or whatever. And you know, believe it or not, that's a lot of fish. You, you know, know what the downfall of backwater fishing was what you got on your screen right now. I know. You I know, know, Google Earth came out. Opened everybody, up everything. Uh, everybody yeah. do the Hannah Mills. Right. You know, I learned I learned the hand of mills by running aground, right? Pulling yourself off and it. finding it. You know, finding the <laughs> finding deep the water. pathway. Yeah. You know, of course, I did that when I was six, seven right. years old, eight years old. You know, we're running a six horse on a damn twelve foot flat bottom boat going through the hand of mills. You know, well, you so, know, so you, so you think it's the. Uh, <clears throat> let me just. I was kind of yeah, want to allude to what he's saying, though, and just hold your thought. Um, so the progression and the digression. Just trying to. So you think it's a combination of technology. Boats, technology, and pressure. Pressure. Okay. Well, Some yeah. Wranglers. You know, I used. I always say that fishing used to be a redneck sport, right? It used to be. You know, the guy, Not everybody went fishing. Nowadays, it's no, a, it's a yuppie know, sport. And most people anchored up in the deep water right. at a bridge and did whatever. Yeah, You've never dad, seen yeah. anybody right. in a Hannah Mills. You know, yeah. in 1995. Right. <laughs> That's what I always say on here. I'm actually getting made fun of. I've always loved to fish since I've been a little well, kid. You, you still do a little bit. Sometimes, you know. It's probably a higher number two on my list of what I like doing anything else, you know. But right. no, uh, Max wore a Columbia shirt back in the day. I mean, when I was like, you know, in junior high school, they're like, man, why are you wearing one of your granddad's shirt? You know, you're, you know, get made fun of. And now, buddy, if you, you don't have a, you know, a SPF shirt on or UPF, whatever it's called, you know, and, and, you know, and, that, you're, not and that's yeah, you're not hip, you're not cool. That's yeah, right. it's thing crazy. about the tournament fishing is like, you know, the funniest part to me is, is, you know, we don't. We don't walk up to the captain's meeting. Oh, we're going to get to this, Tom. No, no, don't go there yet because I've got, we got notes on that. We're going to get to that, I promise you. We're going to hit you up about that. You can never judge a book by That's its cover. Right, Let me Bubba. just say that. You know, Let me just say that. It's one of the happiest days of my fishing my, career. Mine too. I told, take I told Ty, I said, if I, don't, if I couldn't win it, I said, there is no other two people that I know that I'm buddies with, and I guess I'm partial because we're buddies, you know, and you know, birthday parties and houses and but, I mean, to see you guys win it and how y'all won it and just like you're fixing and we're fixing to talk about a little bit, oh, I just told Ty, I said, if it's not, not just a big to the society and to the manufacturers and to the – I was just like, that, <laughs> you don't get you no know, better than that, does it, man? No, you know, no, it was awesome. And we've had people offer to sponsor us, and it's just, you know what, my thing is, is it comes down to the – you know what they want you to do what mm -hmm. you have to do no right. oh, you're required to do this if yes. we're your pro staff you know what yeah. fuck you no yeah i don't no <laughs> well sorry about yeah that. we will beat but, that yeah, yeah well you know my bad but anyway you know i'm telling them go beat rocks you know right. whatever yeah, yeah, fucking no. kick rocks you right. know yeah. if you if you if you don't want to back me for my skill and just for because you know i love what i do i don't always win you know what's you know if you're going to it expecting to win every time you should want to win, but you shouldn't expect to win right. because you know it's fishing, or they you would call lose it, a lot more. Than they you would win. call it catching That's if it right. was that easy. Well, the reality well, is, this as many as you, as many times you fish in tournament, there's going to be a lot more tournaments you lose. And I, I look at tournaments like this, like absolutely. I told Ty this year, whereas I was perfectly happy last year during the IFAs and all the pros. I wanted to weigh, just get two fish, weigh them in. I don't, I didn't care if they were twenty twos or twenty sevens. I was just happy. This year, I told Ty, I'm hog hunting this year. Like you know, like well, and you know, and, believe it or not, uh, you know, getting nine pounds 
in a two fish, you know, nine pounds, nine and a half pounds, getting 30th place, you know, it's worth it to weigh those fish in, especially if it, see, back in the day, it used to be a three tournament series for the IFA. They had three in our division. You had uh, Jacksonville, Tysville, St. Augustine. Hmm. So they had it in St. Augustine too? Yes. Okay. And, uh, so, you know, when you're fishing for team of the year or points, even if you have one fish. You got to weigh that fish. You got to because, right. you know, now you if it's the difference. last tournament of the series and you ain't doing very good, obviously you don't need to go to the ramp right. with eight pounds. But ten points is ten points. Is ten you know, well, you, you finished ten points higher than the last place, you know, so you got 70 instead of 60. You know, you do good the next tournament. Now you're up there, you know. See, like we've been, we've been. Y'all have nowhere to go but down. Line. Now. <laughs> we've been in line for Sorry. team of the year, but we didn't go to the championships to right. to to finish the thing in Louisiana, I guess. Well, no, this was uh, uh when I first started oh, okay. fishing. We just fished the local tournaments here. We fished the Titusville, uh, Jacksonville, and St. Augustine. And we didn't go to the championships because they had them, you know, all over the place. And that was before I seriously got into traveling, you know, because I just had new babies, um, you know, had twin girls at the house that were newborns. And, yeah. you know, me traveling out of town was just out of a question. They're twins? <laughs> yeah. They are? Yeah, they're twins, yeah. Their are birthday will be April 23rd. They'll be 12. Well, you know, let's go ahead and, oh, kick, so let's go ahead and kick this off then, man, since we already brought it up. All right. Let's talk about the Florida Pro then. You know, everybody on here, I guess everybody listening here, you know, Tom and Chris, they won the uh, first Florida Pro here in Jacksonville last month on March the 24th, I think it was. It was the first uh, stop on the East Coast Division. And uh, Tom and Chris took uh, first place with a 15-11, which is a huge bag, by the way. Huge. And uh, <laughs> But well, what, Ty, and I, Ty, I want to ask you, I know you have we've talked about it off you know, the side and whatnot. Walk us through your day you had. I know you guys had some trials and tribulations. So the, you know, fishing's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And so the things that you guys had to overcome, because you really did, and uh, how you persevered, and hey, you guys cashed that check, brother. So yeah. kind of just – Well, turn, tournament fishing's definitely not easy. Oh, it's probably, not easy. Yeah, yeah. that's a – so. Well, I, I will admit, though, that, that that day is probably the best tides we've ever had in the tournament. We, we had some good and, tides. And the best weather. Any, three years yeah. of tournament fishing, right. the best tides, the best weather in three Man, years. Anyways, you, yeah, you it was know, pretty it's, good. It's, but go ahead and walk us through the whole entire when day. You, when you have horrible weather, and that just seems to be the pattern around yeah, oh, here, it, does, it seems. What? But, uh, you, right? Yeah, bad the, weather. The wind blows? What? The wind mean, wins. It's only on the FLA weekends. But, oh, trust uh, <laughs> me. All last year it was that way. But go ahead and talk us about um, Walk us through it. Okay. Well, we uh, we put in at Beach Boulevard and because uh, we didn't want to deal with the mayhem at the Palm Valley ramp. So it's like, yeah, it's like a two-boat launch. And, uh, Two, one boat launch. You know, normally, you know, my boat you know, runs cherry. You and know? what are you running? I tell everybody, tell everybody I, listen, what you run. I got a uh, Ranger 183 Ghost. Um you know, it's, I bought it. It was a, it's '08, and uh, it only had 130 hours on it when I bought it three years ago. Wow, that's good. So it was six years old and had 130 hours on it. Dang, that's I nothing. bought it. I bought it from Ocala. The guy used it for bass fishing, lakes only. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, literally, when I said it didn't have a mark on it, it didn't have a mark on it. But uh, we put in, and uh, we're backing out, backing off the trailer, and I just noticed the motor wasn't running right. You know, it's kind of spitting and sputtering. It was odd, you know, because normally, you know, I mean, it runs, you know, great. And what do you uh, have on that Yamaha? I got a Yamaha 154 stroke. Okay. And uh, 
So we we pulled out, and it just you know wouldn't even get on a plane. I mean, it bogged down. Uh, was running only running on three cylinders, and uh, so we're like, you know, it's it's five o'clock in the morning. You know, we're like, we just already paid our money the night before. We ain't got no choice. I was like, we got to waddle down there and just fish back. Right. But uh, so you know, Chris was like, we we had contemplated on putting it back on a trailer, going home and getting his boat. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, we we'll just run it a little bit and see if it clears up because I was thinking it might have been an injector was clogged, mm-hmm. and uh. So we run it. It was only get up about 3,500 RPMs. We got about almost a JTB, and it opened up and started running. You know, like wow. literally almost threw us out of the boat because I had it you know, wide open, and it was just barely on a plane. And then when it opened up, it went from 30 <laughs> to 50. <laughs> and uh, so we ran all the way to check out, ran fine. Uh, we checked out. You know, we're stroking it. We're about almost back to uh, the end of Palm Valley, and it, boom, cut down to, like, 3,800 RPMs. Like, oh, you got to be kidding me, man. Seriously, we got, like, another 30-minute ride at 50. Right. Yeah, at right. 25, yeah, yeah. it's going to be two hours. Yeah. You know, so. Um, Might as well fish in Palm Valley. <laughs> so I, I, you know, pulled pulled back a little bit, and finally about the time we got the JTP, it opened up a little bit. So I run at about 4,000 4, RPM, just about enough to keep it on a plane and ride. And uh, in, in a wake zone. Right. <laughs> in well, a wake zone. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we stopped at wake zones. That's and what it, I'm saying. You have to get off the plane know, for and, that crap. And it was running. I could tell that I could probably run it wide open. But at the point we were at, I was like, hey, it's running right. I'm not going to run it wide open, balls of the wall, and have it cut out again, and we're screwed. So uh, we run it, just have, you know, three-quarter throttle, you know, run it all the way to the spot. And, I mean, we were literally, we were going, we were seriously going another county away. And uh, finally it just dropped down and wouldn't get over 3,000 RPMs. I mean, I couldn't get it. I couldn't even get it on a plane, even when trim time's down and – Chris on the front. So your go-to A spot was another county away at this another point. Another county away. Like so you're was. rolling, you're getting there, you're you're trying to get there, and all of a sudden you're no juice, dead huh? in the water. I was like, I'm not going to go another 30 minutes up the into Nassau County and have my motor break down and oh, have yeah. to have somebody come get me. Right, right. So, mm. I mean, fortunately, when the motor, when it, cut down the second time it just literally was right in my backyard i mean right behind where i live and i you know i told my partner i was like you know there's fish here i take my kids fishing here recently you know there's a few little 24s here 25s here occasionally a good fish and uh so we pulled up to the first spot and uh i motored us in there because we idled everywhere all day because we were just thought that the motor was not going to run so i mean the very first Spot we pulled up in, there was one. I mean, cruising down the bank. I uh, looked over. I said, "There he is, right there." Just and, and you know, Chris pitched over there, very first cast, and it was that eight pounder, seven nine something. Wow. Mm. And uh, so we pulled out. My day, yeah. My day also would have went to crap to feeling real good yeah. all of a sudden. Well, you know, it, it, I'd have paddled that bitch back. It, it <laughs> felt it felt good, but then we're like, okay, well now we got to struggle to you know okay. get another one. Well, I mean, if we got another one, now we're going to do we're forty five minute ride at fifty miles an hour from the check in. Right. To idling is two hours, you know, three hours. Who knows how long it is from you know where we were at. Right. And uh, so we we idled out, 
and we went down to the next little spot, and I told uh, told my partner, I was like, you his know, partner, I'll, by the way, folks, is Chris. Chris Kellum, Kellum yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told him, I said, man, you know, right here, it's a spot we fish quite regular, me and him together, me and my kids. And uh, I was like, man, there's been a school of fish up here. You know, they're like 25 inches, you know, six pounds or whatever. I mean, we got like, we didn't even weigh the one we had. We're, we knew he's over seven. But like, we get a six pounder, we'll have 13-ish anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we throw up in there a couple times and, you know, I, one swings at mine and misses it. And he throws up in there and hooks him up. Throws him in the boat. Yeah, y'all were fishing then. Uh, let me see. Y'all were fishing the. Uh, I think we had a what a, a bottom of the outgoing right. And yeah, then, we, yeah, yeah. We had an outgoing tide. So yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of tell the folks if yeah. you don't mind. You don't well, have to be real specific. Well, we but. had, uh, like you said, the tide was still in the grass, just easing out when right. we got to where we were at, and uh, it was luckily it was where it was at because we were able to see the fish cruising down the grass line, but well, the second spot we pulled up to. I had fished a one-man championship a couple weeks prior, and I had stopped. And, you know, I, I told Chris, I was like, you know, we fish the spot a lot, but we usually get up on it and fish it. But in the one-man, I had backed off and power pulled down and did long bombs to it. And caught I caught one that was 27 and an eighth and weighed nine and a half pounds. And, uh, now, is that we saw you guys, uh, all the, the- – the masses around y'all? Uh, no, this was, by y'all? no, this was up in the creek. It was early okay. in the morning. Okay. And uh, We saw y'all early in the morning. It was early one in time. We saw yeah, it was early. Yeah, well, yeah, we had caught our fish, both fish in the first 30 minutes. So y'all, oh, okay. yeah, so y'all already out of there. Yeah, we, we were already out of the spot. Yeah. Okay. Just, well, we, well, we could I was surprised to see y'all where I saw y'all at, and we saw. The only reason we were where y'all saw us was as And there was like five boats around y'all. I was we, like, couldn't holy. Idle. we couldn't do nothing but idle. Right. I got you. You know, sure. I, I wasn't going to blow my moat. You know, <laughs> I was just so, like, I cannot believe so, that many people around them. I have a yeah. question at this point. Um, so you, you're saying you had two fish in the boat. You knew they were both over seven pounds. Mm-hmm. Well, the one we thought was he was only twenty six, ish. I mean, right. like twenty five and seven eighths. So we thought, he's you know, six pounds, yeah, six and a half, six and a quarter, because he was fat. We're like mm-hmm. he's a he's hell. You know, you can tell, tell. when you grab a fish around and behind his gills. Yep. If your fingers touch, yeah, he's six pounds. Yeah. If they don't touch, he's seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <I'm not. laughs> so know. it's um. So at this yeah, point, you, you can't know, hold you guys, him up like this, and you can't hold him up. And he's yeah. about eight and a half. Trust you me. got a good bag of fish. Yeah, well, you're still fishing to upgrade so, at this so point. So you're sitting on thirteen or, or some change. That's what we thought. Okay. We had okay. thirteen and a half. Okay. We okay. thought okay. we were pushing thirteen and a half. And this is what eight thirty nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, probably eight. Oh shit! I mean, literally, we as soon as the motor, yeah, as soon as the motor powered down, I'm getting tired of story already, Ty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the motor powered down, we just eased up into a spot that I fish all the time with my kids, and we usually catch little twenty fours. And I was like, you know, we can go in here and probably get us ten and 11, 11 pounds. You know, we can probably get a couple five and a half pounders. You know, just so happened, you know, the school was up ahead of us, and a single come cruising down the bank. He mm-hmm. pitched over to it, and it was <clears> almost eight pounds. Cool. But but when we caught it. <clears throat> It was, I mean, it was like a line painter to the point to where we were questioning. I was like, we're broke, you know, we ain't got no motor. <laughs> it's our first fish. What do we got to lose? Just yeah, throw him in the well, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know what's probably good it worked out that way then yeah, if you right. really think about it. Oh, yeah. Shows you how that day it really ups. I, well, I didn't know that. Well, See, I was just no, I'm going to tell you. This that's get, crazy. Oh, it gets more interesting. So we had our, we caught our second fish like within 100 feet of where we caught the first one. So we're thinking, you know, cool, we got 13 and a half. So we idled, like, you know, with the motor. We just kind of hung around in the general area. I mean, 100 people saw us, 
And you know what? And I went out like the following weekend, and there was probably ten people fishing everywhere we was fishing. Uh, and I'm like, you jackasses, that ain't nowhere near where uh, you're going, right, yeah. But you keep on catching them twenty inches. But well, hey, by the way, there's there's some there's some by that little spot. Um, there are some bigger than twenty inches in there. Oh hell yeah! Because I've caught a thirty-one in there, and my client today called a twenty-six. Oh, but you're I know saying though, well, you're talking my backyard. There's man. more. To I know what it is. Oh, I, 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 I ain't trying to tell. Yeah, he's got, he's got a name. There's more to this story. Yeah, go ahead. There's a very interesting. Part no, I don't up talk about that yet, right. but, I, oh, okay. but I want to hear about. So, go ahead and hear about the. Uh, so you had two in the boat. You come around right. there. To- so we, uh, you know, we fished all day. The one was so questionable. The big fish was so questionable that we were. If we catch one that's twenty six and a half, twenty somewhere, we're just gonna throw it back, just because we pull it out and it was just so close. You know, we're like, man, we don't want to drive all the way back to Palm Valley. See, the, the last the reason we hadn't fished too many of the Florida Pros is the very first one last year, we had the perfect stud, I mean stud-ass redfish. Biggest redfish, we probably, probably bigger than the one we had in this tournament. Well, it measured the first time, and then they reshuffled it, and it kind of went over a little bit. Well, he called it legal, then they called the tournament director over, and he's like, nope, it's over. So that kind of put a bad taste in our mouth. We had that. We had the same thing, so, didn't we? I know, said, no, no, you don't have to bring him over here. We really didn't, you know. Uh, now, this tournament, they called the tournament director same over. Same thing with mine, yeah. And they said it's good. But last year, you know, we had one that was a line painter, and it was right there. I mean, we'd have probably won that one, too, but they did mm. the fish. So we had like a 6-9, and that one was probably well over, well over 7. But... So we kind of like just blew it off, and it, there are other tournaments kind of fell on when I fished with my daughter, so that's why we didn't fish too many. But uh, mm-hmm. so we fished all day, trying to get rid of the one fish that we had, the big fish. That's crazy. Well, it was about one thirty, <laughs> and we're like, man, we gotta, you know, if we gotta idle back at three thousand, it on back. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get, we gotta do something. So we took the fish out, measured him, and he was like close. He would like, he would make it. Then he wouldn't make it. Then he would make it. Then he wouldn't make it. And it was like. You think that's because of him tensing up, or think it's because of. You know, I mean, obviously, I well, So we had him in the big well. So we had that other one. So we took him and put him in the little well, you know, the bait well, mm-hmm. where they really couldn't. They were kind of in there, kind of crooked. And uh, so we said, we're going to try one more spot. We'll stop short of Beach Boulevard, try our one little spot we had there. We'll pull him out, measure him. If he doesn't make it, we throw him back. I mean, literally. We're at the the idle zone at Sisters Creek, measuring him, and holding him, about to toss him over the side. Wow! Like you know, we might as well just take it to the ramp. The motor's broke down. You know, whatever. Just, there ain't no reason going back. We're gonna get DQ'd again. Right. So we're on like. See, the ties, just, let me stop him right here. See, they don't take their own advice then, because there was two two terminals last year, where I had one that was six and a half, twenty six and some change, and I had a line painter. You'd like to talk about maybe. I'm talking about a painter, an eyelash over, and size of my fingernail. And on both instances, I didn't just that. I was like, you know what, because I was new, don't want to be embarrassed, all this kind of stuff. Chunking him back, went on, you know. One of them made a boat ride with me all the way to the, put him on the trailer. Had two guys come look at him, and they were both like, man, he was over eight pounds. We already bogoed him. Right. AJ, and they're like, man, you need to go try him. I'm like. But the partner I was with, he was like, man, we already had a, we had 26 and a 20, 25, and I'm a 26 in the, in the box, like 11 pounds. He was over 8 pounds, and he goes, oh, I don't want to, let's just go put him back. But, no. but these two guys right here, and AJ, several of them, they said, Donnie, 
from this point on forward, like you said, hey, weigh that fish. All they can do right. is just – and what, what happened when I caught that fish well, that they day? Well, they had a few other things going on. I mean, you got boat problems. You, you know, if it would have started raining, you guys would probably but, been done. Oh, we'd have put it on the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the point I'm making we is – I mean, literally, when they I was told saying me, though, we were this close to putting it on the trailer – I mean, we were this close to talk. I mean, I had the fish in my hand, like, are you sure? Are you yeah, sure? I was about to wild. throw it over the rail. And I was like, man, let's go put it back in my small well because we've done this before. You know, if you put them, you know, the rule of thumb is you ever seen an aquarium, fish only get so big, big to their, their surroundings. Yeah, yeah, yep. right. So we put both of those fish, 15 pounds of fish, in the bait well of my ranger, so which, which yeah. is about 25 inches long. So both fish were in there curved. They couldn't move. So we told ourselves, okay, well, when we get to the Beach Boulevard, well, idle zone, we'll pull him out and measure right. him. So you're, what are you talking there? How many miles between where you were just at? To Sisters Creek to Beach yeah. Boulevard, maybe. Five like, miles. No, it's about. probably about 10, maybe. Think so far, really? Probably. Okay. It, okay. It's, right. it's 28 miles just roughly for... from Volano to... St. John's River. Right, okay. So you figure that's, right. that's about half of it. About uh, you're right, miles. That's, that's right. Okay. Eight, nine miles, something like that. All right. So we got to the Beach Boulevard Idle Zone. We pulled the fish out, and it was an eighth inch under. What? Bam, we're going. We're hammer. going, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we pulled up there, and, I mean, literally, when I say that it was a line painter, the tournament director had to come over, and he's he's like, it's touching the line, it's not over. That's right. That's what he said. And yeah. we're like, Bam. Money, yep. money, money, right. baby. Right. Well, you gotta, you gotta realize that on the line is not over. Is good for the tournament. That's, well, that's right. what I thought was right. hilarious, though, Tom. That the tournament, uh, you know, Chris walked out to the boat and he goes, "You catch anything?" I'm like, you know, well, then me and Ty, you know, we waited around, waited around, finally get up there and Chris is standing like right there beside me for some reason, like he's like sweating me. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He goes. You got, you got one in the bag? I said, well, God damn, you had an eight I pounder. Said, Hell yeah. All you need is a hey, six to hey. beat and, and I opened up the bag and he goes, that's over. And he, you should have heard it. He went into, oh my gosh, are you, let me see that one. And yeah. he's all like, you got two of those? I went, like, that ain't just totally hey, hammered up with him, you, you know. you see somebody throw an eight and change up, yeah. you're like, holy But they did the same shit. thing with us, though, man. They, yeah. they, they, they waited the first, I mean, they measured the first time, flipped him over. I asked for another flip, and then I said, go get Kent, you know. And uh, like you said, I mean, you heard him say it, perfect 27, like, like y'all's, I mean, right on the. I mean, yes, Ty, I've, I've never had one personally that was, but you asked him from the moment we caught that fish, I said, they're going to have to DQ me over this one today. Oh, yeah. Well, then, and, now, there and, wasn't a question yeah. about it. And you know what? And that's the thing is, you know, from uh, that is the good part about our experience from doing that, mm-hmm. throwing fish back that we probably should have taken because we didn't have nothing else to go with it. Right. Right. Dude, we had motor troubles. You know, we got two fish. So that's awesome. But yeah. the pro- I mean, the bad part, I mean, well, I guess I don't know the bad part or the lucky part or whatever you want to call the it. Good part. But if we, <laughs> but if we would have caught a 26, 26 and a half inch fish, that we'd fish. have tossed his ass back and wow. got like third or fourth right. or right. whatever. Man. Right. You know, wow. but, but fortune had it that we didn't catch I mean, we did catch a few after that that were barely over more than him, so we had to toss them back. But, you know, I mean, it. But Fortune it, had it is that you had motor problems, so you stopped where right. you stopped in the first well, place. You know, and, and, you know, any other time you break down, it's always usually in somewhere you're not familiar with. Right. Yeah, that's true. I just, we were fortunate enough that we broke down in a spot that I've probably had 20 years' experience fishing. But, right. man, you know what? Let me ask you a question. But isn't it so nice, though? I mean, I've only had a couple. I told Ty last year on tournaments I fished, IFAs, the Florida Pros, within the first, like, y'all, 30 minutes, me and Jim Miller, me and Chad Duncan. 
two fish in the box. I mean, 25 and 26, 26 and 27, you know, in the first 30 minutes, and then couldn't upgrade the whole day. So you're, like, just grinding and grinding. Mm-hmm. You know, he and I, we grinded the other day. And, I mean, it's just – but it's nice, like you are saying, though. It's got to be so nice when everything, it just – it doesn't go how you scripted it, but, but it when all it works falls out, it falls into place. That's got to be like probably the sweetest thing ever, man. You well, know? you know, and it's like the, two, two weeks later we had the IFA, and we're like, you know, we were on these wad of fish. We didn't even get to go to our A spot for the Florida Pro. We're like, oh, we didn't oh, either, man. Yeah. We're going to money. We're going to get two money checks. <laughs> you know, but you so greedy. <laughs> well, no, we didn't greedy. We was needy. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> baby, baby needs new shoes, right? <laughs> That's right. I got two. So kids. I want to ask you real quick, what happened with the motor? By the way, what was what was causing that? You know. But it was a spark plug fouled. Okay. Wow. I changed twenty five dollars of spark plugs and it fixed the problem. What well, you know, luckily I have like the best mechanic there is. I mean, he, you can call him. Well, who was that? Go ahead and give me uh, a shout out. Mobile Mike, Mobile Express, Mike Manier from Mobile Mike oh, Express yeah, down at Mayport. Yep. Um, he's uh he's he's, he's in Mayport, right? Yep. He's my mechanic, and I called him and told him what I had going on, and uh. You know, instead of making me bring my boat over there and charge me a ton of money, he told me what the problem was over the phone. I know he's a busy guy, but he, yeah. I'm saying same Mike now. He's at, right back by Morning yep. Star. Two weeks out. Two so weeks, yeah. If say, two you weeks out, buddy. Shit done, you better I, not I have take all, I take on. all mine to Atlantic Coast just because, well, I mean, yeah, they're, that's, Brett and them. That's Brett. Yeah, Brett's a good guy. Best people um, in the business. You know, you know Brett and, and Brett. I mean, and I've never heard nothing bad about Brett. I just, you know, Mike's the guy that I got hooked up with. No, Mike's great. It's just you can't ever get into Mike. I mean. Yeah, yeah, he's busy. You know, and that people like like us, I mean. says a lot, you know, that somebody that's two weeks out, year round. Right. That lets you yeah. know that, that a lot of people are bringing him but like, their stuff. The reason why I like Brett and them, I mean, I'm not saying that we're capping, but you know, it's my livelihood, so therefore, you know, they will maybe shuffle us around a little bit right. to get, well, get us in and out. You know, you know? And, and Mike will do that, too. Yeah, he you will. Know, if he knows he will. you have a tournament coming up, he'll try to get you in, especially if it's something simple like just a, a service or something like that. You right. know, he'll like, hey, bring it in at like 4 o'clock, and right. I'll do it after hours, and, you know, you'll have your shit back the same day. Now, he's a good guy, though, too. I mean, yeah, he's, he's but, a nice guy. Uh, you know, and I've known Brett a long time. Brett Cannon, right? So oh, yeah, about, oh, yeah, yeah, Brett Cannon. But the other Brett that does the uh, service there, you know, he's one that actually works on the boats for us. Yeah. Well, uh, but you know, Brett, Brett was a Brett was a long time Cannon was a long time sponsor for uh, the FLA. Yeah, with the uh, and uh, that's how I got to know who he was and about him and all that. And uh, you know, it's good to have a good mechanic, but you know, a lot of them would say, "Oh, bring your boat in. I can charge you ninety bucks an hour to tell you right. it's a spark yeah, plug." Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but that's the one thing I do like about the, the local guys, like you know, Atlantic Coast Marine and Mobile Marine Express. We develop a relationship. You know, they're them. so busy. They're like, hey, man, if I can explain it to you over the phone in right. five minutes, yeah. that saves me from having to deal with your shit. Well, and the deal is with I'll that is they minute. know my father-in-law, before he passed away, was a boat mechanic right. up in Fernandina. And his thing was that same thing. He would say, listen, if I can solve your problem over the phone, when you need a new motor, you need some big boy stuff done. Come call me. You're coming to me. Yeah. Right. So... He was okay to give the free advice because he knew it was coming. Right, and you're not wanting yeah. to block up your damn you shop with a spark plug problem. Right, we're changing how, how Brett is. I, mean, I, I respect Brett and Brett over there so much. Ty will tell you, you know, out, out my boat, when it would get up on the top end, it would, like, start chugging out and bombing out or whatever you want to call it. I took it over to, the, to them. He did some, you know, preliminary stuff to it, put it in the water that afternoon. Same thing. Drove it back over there the next morning. He had to be down in Palm Beach or something that afternoon. Hopped in my boat. We ran it, and he goes, Donnie, it's the high-speed yeah. high speed uh, high, fuel filter. High pressure high or pressure. something. $4,000. You got the HPDI? Yes. And he goes, Woo. yeah, but, oh, but that what he did, though, he pulled it apart and goes. Rebuilt it. Well, they already had something there. They had to 
they have one there already. Yeah. You know, a, a different one. Yeah, they had one there. They had one there and uh, put that one on it, and they took care of me, and it wasn't even – Solved the problem. Uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But, I mean, it was just a like totally class act. I mean, just un- – yeah. So, so see, I've never heard that. Actually, I recommended uh, Atlantic Coast Marine to one of my buddies this week yeah, because they're, they're great people. Man. Well, you know, I, I, he called me, wanted to need the motor service, and I was like, you know, I'd send you to Mike, but it's probably gonna be a week and a half before yeah. you get in there. I said, Atlantic Coast Marine. Yeah. I have. I mean, they're about know, two weeks out there right I, now too. You know, I got you know ten or fifteen buddies. I was like, mm-hmm. they all swear by them. I'm like, you know, you know, yeah. I've you know I fished tournament series a long time, and you know. Especially when you like, what was it? I think in February we had a tournament every every weekend for like five weekends. That was last year, remember? Well, and we this, had, this was just this past month. That's what I mean. We had I like mean, the we FLA, had, we had like the uh, yep. Florida Pro, then we had the IFA, and then there was another I, FLA, mm-hmm. and then there was one. Yeah, I know. It was like back to back to yep. back to well, back. You know, the one man championship. Oh, yeah. You had, uh, you know, the uh, there was another tournament that we fished. Um, Spots tournament. The uh, Palm. Uh, Palm uh, Fish Camp yeah, deal. Yeah, Palm. It's showdown deal. Yeah, you had the, uh, you know, the Saturday Night Draw thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, w- when you fish the tournament series, as long as I have, you know, you take advice from guys that do it a lot longer than I have yep. that this is who they use. You know, I've went <laughs> to uh, – I ain't going to mention no names, but there's been a couple of them in town that, you know what, I wouldn't I wouldn't send my worst enemy to right. some of these people in town. Buddy, I just went through yeah. that. Yeah, you, you know, stay away. You know that. One of them's on Arlington yeah. Road. Y'all probably all know which one that is, but it's the word that guy's horrible. This horrible. Yeah, no. I would not recommend nothing. I wouldn't even send nobody there. Mm-hmm. Just you know. So there's some of them I know too, and I, I wouldn't either. But uh, but anyways, about that that day though, I mean, it sounds like everything worked out for you guys that day. I, I think it's really cool how it all came together, and what we said earlier. You know, back it up 20, 30 minutes ago. You know, you guys are you know, like we are. I mean, y'all may have different looking boat or whatever, but you guys are. I look at y'all like you're blue collar guys. You know, you grind. You get out there and you've been in the game for a long time. I respect the hell out of that. You put your time in on the water, which I respect the hell out of because I do the same thing. But just to see, you know, me and Ty talked about y'all had the jean shorts on and a t shirt and roll up there and cash the check. You know, <laughs> but Ty was asking me, where'd y'all get that tower that y'all fish on from? The tower that y'all use? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we, I just I just like got that. one. I just, I just got, got one. It looks just like yours. So I was wondering well, if we got them. Tom Depot. If we got them from the same place. Ties is ours, though. Y'all's is aluminum, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you got the fiberglass one. Yeah, I yeah. Got the hey, but isn't it amazing yeah. though? I mean, I, I just started doing that now all the time. You know, like yeah. I said, he back to the blue collar thing. It we're, is. Not we're, the, we're the fifty dollar ladder guys. Right. <laughs> well, you know, you, hey, you can buy a lot of them that check y'all got. Okay, that's, that's right. I know that's right. We, uh, hey, I'm going to give me one of them nice fiberglass ones here <laughs> shortly. Well, that's right. I don't now. The, the, I don't even have one. The next one up for me would be the platform ladder that's up. You know, yeah. so I just got the A frame. But oh no, we're going to get the one that you the actually platform. Yeah, see, that's high dollar. Well, our aluminum ones. We got have the platform. They have one at three foot yeah. and one at five foot. Oh, I got so you. you could either stand kind of low oh, or yeah. kind of high, but it's yeah. got the actual you know, flat spot. Let me ask you a question. Ty asked me too. Uh, just uh, did y'all put a whole lot of stock in that WD forty? 
Oh yeah, hell yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's the only way to keep Shimano reels reeling. Okay, <laughs> because I agree. Because I, agree I use that. my I use mine on my you if know you my motor stuff. If you don't want to like stop and go reel, then you better uh, okay, have you I, some I, damn I, super yeah. lubricant. Yeah, 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 me too. I agree too. I just, my, my, you know my, why my, they make that little hole in the bottom of Shimano yep. reels so that you can stick that tube of WD forty in there? Mine gets jammed up too. Like, on my straightix, on my straightix, they get jammed up all the time too. So. Yeah, you know, um, we don't you know, necessarily represent any tackle manufacturer here on the back. Well. I'm just saying. You know, hey, you know what's funny? About I got the tower. a whole shed full of Shimano's that don't work. Hey, what's funny? What's funny about the uh, about the tower is uh, I put the tower up in my boat, right, and I uh, strapped it down and got it looking pretty, and took my wife out in it, and um, she climbs to the top of that thing. We're back up in some backwater, about a foot and a half deep, and she's like, "This is amazing, right?" I mean, she's standing, she's sitting on the very top of six foot ladder, so she's like, "Wow, look at this! Look at that! Look at this!" I said, well, we're going to turn around and get out of here before the water drops out on us. So I turn around and start motoring out. She's like, go faster, go faster. So she no says that to him all the time. He's like, I just don't have it. <laughs> I'm old and slow. Yeah, it ain't happening. Yeah. Baby, this is full speed I right got to work up to all that. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather get there. I'd rather get there than uh, This is know. full speed right here, honey. Yeah. That's right. Hey, whatever it's it takes. Best I got. Slow <laughs> and steady wins the race. That's 27 right. years. <laughs> Hey guys, you've been listening to the Backwater Hustle Fishing Podcast. Check us out on the web at backwaterhustle.wordpress.com or check us out on Facebook at Backwater Hustle The Fishing Podcast. You can reach us at bckwaterhustle at gmo.com and hit us up on Instagram at, at bckwaterhustle. This has been the Backwater Hustle Fishing Podcast. Out.